This is News Talk. And we'll begin with the Irish Examiner, which is an interesting one. There's been a spike in the number of deaths in recent weeks in this country and it's disrupting funeral arrangements and putting mortuaries under unprecedented stress. The Examiner has done an analysis of death notices on RIP.ie and it shows that there were, it's actually huge numbers for a country the size of Ireland. There were 9,718 deaths published in eight weeks from the start of December to last week. So eight weeks from December and January, which is up 20% for the same period last year. And it's also higher, a lot higher, uh, because it was at 8,135 in January 2021 when the country was in the grip of the worst period of the COVID pandemic. So unfortunately, we have a spike in deaths. And while obviously that's devastating for families involved, it's also putting pressure on the funeral services. Uh, Funerals, it seems, are being delayed. Mortuaries are under stress. They say that the death rate in Cork has been so high in the last two months that bodies have to be stored in the city's hospitals until space became available at the Cork City Morgue. I mean, not the cheeriest of stories for Monday morning, but important that we do know this about the number of deaths in Ireland and what's going on, why there's been a huge upsurge in funerals and what impact that's having on families. So that's the main story on the front of the Irish Examiner. The Irish Times is looking at refugee supports and we could be time-limiting them, which is very interesting. We saw that survey yesterday. People are hardening their views on Ukrainian refugees, it would seem. And what the Irish Times is saying is that support and accommodation for refugees seeking shelter in Ireland could be time-limited. So the Cabinet's going to meet tomorrow to discuss Ukraine. Uh, Minister Roderick O'Gorman is going to look for immediate access to buildings that belong to the state so that we can create emergency temporary accommodation. But also what's going to happen at the meeting is the Department of Children has been looking at what other European countries are doing uh, and what they're offering refugees. And apparently Ireland is an outlier in terms of the type of accommodation we offer refugees, particularly putting them up in hotels. And a senior government source says that in other European countries, there are time limits on supports and time limits on accommodation. So now we're going to consider this in Ireland. Interesting to see what they're uh, going to suggest here and what happens after that time limit expires. But there is a big crisis, obviously, with accommodation. There's also a housing crisis too. That's on the front of the mail. Housing crisis, a critical block to growth. This is a big new report from IBEC. Now, IBEC will be on this morning's News Talk Breakfast to talk about this, but essentially they're saying that the housing shortage is threatening the economy and harming Ireland's attractiveness as a place to live. So lots of ordinary members of the public have been talking about this. But now we've business groups saying, hold on, because there's a housing crisis, says people don't want to invest here people don't want to move here they don't want to work here because they're finding it so hard to find somewhere to live so this is a big report out from IBEC today calling on the government to deliver a raft of ambitious policies to speed up the delivery of much-needed homes. On to the front of the Irish Independent, they're looking at health workers and their pensions. Thousands of retired nurses, social workers and medical scientists are missing out on rises in their payments due to the HSE's inability to update its pay and pensions system. Uh, And apparently it affects over 44,000 retired HSE workers who are due rises in their pensions under the big building momentum deal. It also includes retired hospital porters, doctors, physios and caterers. They're overdue two rises 
in their pensions, but there's a problem with the payroll system in the HSE, which is amazing because we know that this is this is the biggest health budget ever. We've billions we're putting into health and the payroll system, it would seem, is quite outdated. The Irish Daily Mirror, Irish soldier on Russian kill list. This is an Irish man who's fighting Russian forces in Ukraine and he's now been warned that he's on a Kremlin kill list and there's a $50,000 bounty on his head. Uh, this is Dubliner Reesburn, who's been a soldier in the International Freedom Fighters for the past 10 months. And he says if he's caught, he's going to be guaranteed a very slow and brutal death. The Irish Sun is looking at the price of a pint. Publicans have blasted Diageo for forcing them to hike the price of a pint of Guinness. Hard-pressed punters will pay up to 50 cent more from tomorrow after Diageo increased the cost of kegs. And in the sun, they have found that just two Dublin City bars that they looked at will charge less than six euro. So essentially what they're saying is the cost of a pint is now going to be six quid in an awful lot of pubs in Dublin. John Gilligan's in the papers too. He's on on the front, excuse me, of the Irish Daily Star uh, because a friend, a so-called friend, has apparently fleeced him of more than €100,000. This is one of his closest associates and the Star has learned a former key ally of John Gilligan (coughs) took the cash from a Spanish bolt hole in recent weeks and then fled. Now, we're talking again about the gender pay gap in the papers. The Indo, in particular, taking a real interest uh, in the gender pay gap. And today they're looking at councils. It's actually quite good news. Women, well, not good news for men, but considering the past where typically women have been earning less than men, the news today, I have to watch my words with that, the news today is that women earn more than men at 13 of the country's councils. A survey of gender pay reports published by 31 local authorities shows that women earn up to 7% more than men at some councils. These are councils in Clare, Dunleary, Rathdown, Kerry, Kildare, Kilkenny, Leitrim, Mayo, Offaly, Roscommon, South Dublin, Wexford, Wicklow and Galway. Uh, So there's the gender pay gap report. They list all the councils in the Irish Independent today. If you're a commuter in a certain part of Dublin, you'll be interested in this morning's Irish Times because we have this ghost train station at Kishogue, is what it's called, in West Dublin. It's been dormant since it was built at a cost of €6 million 14 years ago. But it's going to open later this year. The Kishog station, which is on the Kildare line between Clondalkin and Adamstown, was built in 2009, uh, intended to serve a whole new community in Clonburris, uh, the next new West Dublin suburb after Adamstown. So it's been lying idle for some time, but Irish Rail, according to the Irish Times, going to open it this year. Good news for people who live in that area and another stop on the Kildare to Dublin line. Couple of final stories for you. One comes from the mail. We hear a lot about shrinkflation when it comes to things that we buy, particularly, you know, bars of chocolate and stuff like that. But the mail says, not good news for our cats because one of their favourite foods has fallen prey to shrinkflation. And they say if your cat maybe is looking a bit slimmer than usual, it might be due to whiskers cutting its pouches from 100 grams to 85 grams, 
but it's keeping them at the same price. And the brand has also stopped the sale of its 2kg bags of dry cat food, replacing it instead with 1.9kg bags and increasing the cost. And Dermot Jewell of the Irish Consumers Association says it's a case of shrinkflation. If inflation can be passed on, this is proof of it. So maybe that's why your cat is looking a little bit slimmer. Final story for you comes from the Telegraph and this is a reason that we can be all smug this morning because a lot of people get really annoyed by Marie Kondo and how clean she is and obviously she's made a huge success uh, in her career with espousing cleanliness and she talks about cleaning sparking joy and all that stuff the news is she's given up cleaning so for years, the Telegraph says she was seen as the queen of clean, inspiring millions around the world to declutter their houses. But now that she has children, Marie Kondo has her limits. She says her home is now messy and that she's given up on tidying with three children to look after. So you can be smug this morning. The queen of tidy is admitting defeat. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is News Talk.